What's up, stoners? What's up, geniuses? I know it's the stone genius, but I never lead with geniuses, I don't think. Which is fine, because stoners, you probably have more time for my show. Geniuses, I don't know. What's up? So I'm going to call this the Friday Nooner Edition, because by the time I get this put out, it's going to be noon instead of midnight. So here is one thing that has happened to me over the last two weeks. So it started on April 10th. My father passed away. April 14th, I had surgery on my thumb. April 16th, my dog blew out her other back leg. She's already had TPLO surgery on her left leg. Now it'll be right leg. Um, so it's been just interesting. And then with my surgery, which was a week ago yesterday, when that happened, I thought that I would be super creative, sitting down and just writing like I had been. I'm going to have to figure out. Now, I have not emotionally broken down about my father yet. I probably will at some point. But I also wasn't cut off guard. It wasn't like he was, I'm 54 and in good shape. And if I just drop dead, it may be more shocking than a 90-year-old who was chair-ridden and, and at the end bedridden. So I was anticipating this. The things that, like when you get caught off guard. Now here goes to the genius. So here's something for my genius folks, for the society members. If you're new to the show and you don't know what the society is, it's probably best. If you knew what it was, they would probably kill you just by boring you to death with facts, figures, and statistics that are not needed in most instances. However, for the geniuses, um, I... Don't know whether this block that I've had, I, I don't know. It, it's it's very difficult. So, uh, so I think it started with my father. So here's something that the geniuses would understand. Many months ago, my dad had to go into the hospital. So over the last year, he's been in and out of the hospital a number of times. I don't know the number of times. Much of that, many of the times was still during COVID protocols. So family members, even my mom wasn't allowed to go with my father to um, to check in or be there while they ran tests or anything like that. So my, my sister calls one night and she lives about six hours away, five, six hours away. She called one night and she's just bawling. And I'm like, what is going on? And she goes, Dad. I go, what happened? And she's like, well, he's in the hospital. And I think she was mad because I was like, that's why you're crying? Because I was like, he's 90. I don't get that. Like, if I go to the hospital, like some people may be like, now... So I'm getting my cast on my thumb today. I was going to go pink last time I went blue for University of Florida, University of Alaska Fairbanks. 
this time I had thought it, I wish I could do two colors because Alaska Fairbanks going to Nook Nation. Our colors are blue and gold, much like Ukraine. So I could support my school and Ukraine at the same time. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I thought that would be amazing too. I need to put different like sounds on there. Sounds that would be more apt in my life. That like something to show approval would be less about applause and more about. And if you don't know, that is the sound that is made sometimes during text. At least by me, Bobby, or both of us. And I'm just kidding. The strange sounds always come from me. We should talk about that next week because there was a, on the longest one night stand with Bobby and Roe, we should. Uh, just a few days ago, there was a sound that came out that was a cross between a, a Sasquatch or Yeti, depending on your geographical location, uh, Swamp Thing. There are many different names for it. but um, So a Sasquatch, a uh, newborn baby, and someone that just dropped something on their toe. That was the sound. The combination of those three things, those were the sounds that I made when I... God, I hope it was when I climaxed. I know it was somewhere near the end, at or near the end of sexual relations with my wife. I made a sound. Now, the good thing about Bobby is, and if you listen to that show, we will talk about it occasionally. The good thing about Bobby is she will just keep, she'll press through. She knows it may be a sound that she wants to identify, find the origin of, discuss, talk about, uh, but she just goes through. There was a story once where something, as I was in one of those sting-like, tantric-like extended orgasms, I told Bobby, I don't care what you do, just don't stop moving. I think she was laughing or she was cackling or she was giggling and pointing her finger at me. There is there's something going on, but I did not give any shits. Literally. I didn't shit the bed. So no shits were given. However, I just wanted her to continue the physical process of moving her abdomen or groinular area. And if you haven't realized yet, I love the term groinular. I'm not sure it's a real term. But it is now. It is to me. I also had a question. Uh, so it is Friday the 22nd of May. They just said that that uh, Rudy Giuliani was on The Masked Singer. And someone walked off. One of the judges walked off. And did this literally just happen? Because I'm telling you in one of the... Other universes that I bounced to, this happened a couple months ago. And so I don't know if the filming happened a couple months ago and then last night it was it was aired. I don't know, but I was I was like, I know this has already happened. I don't know what to make of that. Because I never get that feeling when I'm like, oh, this has already happened. I've won the lottery. Although at some point I feel like I should be rich. 
I don't know. I would like to talk to twins. Like, Isaiah and Ariana, I'm going to have you all on sometime. I want to see if twins can physically, now that those two are at a distance, that they have gone to different separate colleges and separate cities. I wonder if they can psychically talk to each other. Because that would be fucking awesome. That's the next step. Being able to telepathically communicate with someone. And when you see someone on the street muttering to themselves, don't fucking discount that. Don't say, look at that crazy person. How about if they're so fucking far advanced that they don't live in the reality that we live in? And they are communicating with someone, something, somewhere. Hmm, yeah. Welcome to Friday, or what I like to call every fucking day. Because these are the the, the things that go through my head constantly. Uh, That and sex. I really want to go interview the owner of the dance club that we went to that we thought may or may not have swinging vibes to it because of the inordinate number of parties of three, shall we say. But it made me think because a couple nights ago, Bobby and I were trying to decide where to eat for dinner. So... As I've mentioned, I am injured, not working right now. Bobby is working two jobs, and it just feels, I don't feel bad, per se, but there is a feeling. I don't know what the feeling is, but there is a feeling that I get when Bobby's worked all day long, and I have slept till three, got up. Probably like started to masturbate and then thought, oh, we may have sex tonight. I probably shouldn't do this. And then so put it away. And then I just start sending her texts like, I am so horny. And she's like, I'm at work. And I'm like, here's a picture of my dick. And she's like, I'm at work. And I'm like, what do you want for dinner? And she's like, not your dick. And I'm like, ah. So that's what our texts go back, back and forth. But I wanted to Google a place of dinner places near us because I was trying to find somewhere that we don't go. Because geographically within probably three to five miles, and I know that doesn't sound a lot, but if you look at a physical map and draw out three to five miles from where you are, it actually is. You have to remember that that's also going to be 10 miles Six, six to ten, never mind. That was, once again, stoners are like, I can't do math, man. Okay, I don't know why that's how my stoners, it could have just been a stoner saying, I can't do math, man, because that's probably more what they would sound like than the first one, even though that they may have been impaired because of the cannabis that they're still ingesting from two days ago. Happy 420 again to everyone. Now it's happy 422. I'm going to try to follow what I put on here. So I just... So what happened is I told Bobby, I will Google places to eat nearby. And then I'll just scroll through and try to find something that has good reviews. It sounds like I would eat. Bobby will probably try most things. So I don't need to worry about that. It's always a concern of what my palate will allow us to have for dinner. And then she did point out that... Last time I Googled something, it was places to dance near me, and we ended up at a swingers club. But I told her, I go, if I Googled places that eat near me, and it felt like your mouth was in a threesome, that'd be pretty good. 
not like a threesome, like a, like a edible threesome. No, that's still like a, like a threesome where things are just being eaten. Nope. Nope. That I'm talking about like a threesome of food. Like a taco and enchilada and a nacho. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I will mention that also because I just said it again. I've said it on other shows. I don't think in America someone should have to work full time and then still have another job. That's not how it was growing up. Growing up, people, even when I started working, your daytime job was Nine to five with lunch. And then they decided somewhere in the late 80s, early 90s, wow, we're paying them for their lunch? Why don't we go eight to five? They can still get paid that, but now they're working 45 hours a week instead of 40 hours a week. Um, I just don't think, there are a lot of things I, I don't think. I hate that people want certain types of establishments maybe near where they live, but yet they don't want those establishments to pay a living wage. Like if there's a business somewhere, you shouldn't, it shouldn't cost so much around that business that people that work at that business can't live nearby work. That's ridiculous. It shouldn't be where you have to commute because of the economic situation like that. If a business can be in a certain geographical area, they can afford to pay their people to live in that geographical location. Hey, and guess what? If you're a business that disagrees with me, fuck you. I'm smarter than you. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Other things that have come up. Uh, We're watching the show. I don't know what it's called. It's on Netflix about... uh, Women's Anatomy, women being more free and talking. If you listen to the show on Monday with Mo, our daughter, she talks about how she's just racking up numbers at this point. And most people would be like, wow, okay. But if when I did that as a guy, then that's okay. But as a girl, they don't think it's okay. I don't see what's wrong with that. I have no problem with going out as long as you're up front. Because that is sometimes the problem. The problem that you have, and we talked about this on the show on Monday, is that you will be upfront with someone and say, we're going to get together and we're just going to fuck. And that's all we're going to do. We're going to, I'm going to come over. I'm going to fuck you. I'm probably going to be gone within a half an hour. Not even going to clean up. And that's fine if you go and do that and leave. Now, if the person thinks that you weren't telling the truth, that you were going to come over and fuck and then cuddle, I'm sorry. At that point, if they're thinking you're going to cuddle, you're not fucking. You're having sex. You're making love. So sometimes people can misconstrue that, even if the groundwork has been laid. I remember I when I worked at a mall, I was I went out with a lot of girls throughout the whole mall. It was I was there every day. Girls were there. It, whatever. And I was dating, not dating, I had gone out like once or twice a week for a couple of weeks, a month, probably five to eight times I went out with this person. And we would go out to clubs to go get uh, dinner, uh, to go grab a drink or something, even though I didn't drink. Um, 
But there was, I never once tried to kiss her. Never once. We always would leave like from work and either drive together. Or I would drive her back to her car. Um, never once leaned in for a kiss. Never. There was never, we'd see each other like at work and I'd be like, hey, what are you doing Friday night? Nothing. You want to go dancing? Sure. That sounds great. Okay. And then we'd talk like Thursday or Friday or I'd wave like as I walked by or something. I was going to get a cookie at the Great American Cookie Company. So one one night, a girl that she worked with came by, and I was just talking to her. And she was like, she asked me what I was doing. I said, oh, I have a date. And she goes, oh, you and so-and-so are going out. I go, no, I have, I'm going out with someone else. She goes, what? Did you guys break up? I go, what are you talking about? And she goes, are you guys not exclusive? I go, no. And she goes, well, she's making it sound like you guys are about to get married. And I was like, and because I don't have to worry about Catherine anymore, because once again, she's gone into that disappearing phase. I don't have to worry about those are fucking crickets. They are not any other animal. Those are crickets. Now, you may be from a place where crickets don't sound like that, but on this fucking show and that fucking button, those are fucking crickets. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. So it was just funny that they, so even though I had never tried to kiss this person, never been even been to their place to pick them up or anything, they thought that they were telling people a different narrative than what was actually going on. And I believe I said to that girl, I was like, oh, well, that stinks for her. I'll probably clear that up at some point. But that was, and I I would have thought that it was misinterpreted. I would have had the conversation with that person before I asked the other person out. That's just how I was. And like sometimes with, with sex, things just happen. And if you're open and honest about it, things I was having sex with this girl. I was not, you can call it whatever. I, there was, that's what we would do. We would go out, but the intent for each one of us by the end of the evening, which were very typically short evenings, but by the end of the evening, we were going to have sex. That's what we were going to do. And I remember one night that I went to her place and she, I think, lived with her brother. She lived with someone else, a roommate or whatever. And um, then there was a girl over, a friend of hers. I don't know to this day. This is all I remember from this story. So judge me how you will. The girl that I was having sex with, banging. Let's just say that. Because sex is such a, a, a weird term. So let's say banging. The girl that I was banging. I hope Bobby's not listening to this. Because remember, this was way before us. I don't feel like I need to put that disclaimer on there, but it's it's also it shouldn't whatever. It doesn't it does not matter. Once you've had sex with someone, once you have let someone enter you or you've entered someone else, it does not fucking matter. You can't ask that question afterwards. I was only in there for three minutes. So oh you had sex with a lot of people. I don't have sex with you again. Guess what? Doesn't fucking matter. So anyway, I'm there. This girl is there. I don't know whether I have ever I had ever met this girl before. I 
Don't think I had. And I think that... And I don't know what happened. The only thing I remember is, like, before the end of the night, which I'm sure it seems weird because we haven't had sex. And if I would have read it right, maybe they were wanting a threesome and I didn't know. This was in the probably the late 80s. Well, at least the late 80s, maybe early 90s, somewhere in that neighborhood. But maybe that's what they wanted. I didn't, that didn't even pop into my mind. It should have been the first offer and then gone on to the second offer, whatever the case may be. But somehow I said to the girl, girl number two, not not banger chick, girl number two, um, I said, we should get out of there and basically go have sex. And she was down with that. But now we needed to leave. Now, see, if I would have done this right, I would have said, Hey, me and girl, hey, banger, me and girl number two were just talking. She would like to have sex with me. You and I already have sex. What do you think? See, this is where, this is one of those times when Trinity was on our show, the very first longest one night stand with Bobby and Roe. She had said that the best parenting advice I had ever given her was to always be prepared for a threesome or an orgy. In this instance in my life with a couple others are one of the reasons why I did not have an articulated, predetermined plan for what would happen if I had the chance for two girls at one time. I hadn't done the proper amount of cock work, sorry, leg work, to figure out what I was going to do in that situation. Because in retrospect, I would have tried to. So me now thinking in retrospect, like if I went back to that time and knew all the information I knew now, I probably would have just gotten naked then. Actually, I wouldn't have done that because that sounds too much like Louis C.K. See, maybe he just totally read the situation wrong. And those other, because I don't understand masturbating in someone in front of someone. Like if Bobby was like, "I don't want to do it. Uh, take care of yourself. I want to watch." Okay, but if it's just like, so yeah, I don't. Whatever. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I somehow said to chick number two, we should have sex. And she was down with it. So I excused myself. I (laughs) said something like, I don't feel well. I don't, I don't know how I excuse myself, but I'd even told the girl, I'll drive down. I'm going to meet you under the street light. Cause where this person lived was at the end of civilization for Kansas city. It was as far South as the suburbs went at this point. So there was there was not like neighborhoods and things that, that were readily around. So I remember driving to a street lamp and parking under that street lamp. I remember getting out of my car and leaning up against the car. I don't remember anything else. That's the weird thing about memories is you remember certain things. And then that girl, within an amount of time that I would have waited 
And there was nothing wrong with Banger Girl that I remember. There was nothing. It wasn't. The, I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, wanted to have sex with a different girl that night who happened to be there. So then she came. And remember, there's no phones. There's no, unless I had a newspaper with me and opened it up and was reading. There, there's nothing. I'm standing there waiting, twiddling my thumbs or trying to tell my chubby, it'll be a second. Just give me, give me a moment. They'll be here. And then they drove up, went home, went back. I was living with my parents at the time. Went back to their place, the basement where I was staying. We had sex. We had sex the next morning. Don't think I ever talked to that girl ever again. Don't think I ever talked to the banger girl ever again. I think I just probably disappeared. And there's probably more to the story. I probably There's probably begging and crying and tears on my part, not theirs, that I don't remember that I've shut out. But it's... Sometimes, like, that person knew that whatever conversation we we had, we knew exactly what was going to happen. It would be like if you were in, if you were invited to, it's, it doesn't, it's exactly what I thought was going to happen. It's exactly what did happen. That led me into the a question, which was back to the show that Bobby and I were watching, have you had your best sex ever? I hadn't thought about that. That's an amazing question. Bobby and I have amazing sex still after 26 years. And even at my advanced age. Yes, there may have to be apparatuses that are involved nowadays. I'm just kidding. Unless we want them to be involved. They're like condiments. You add them when needed or wanted. But anywho, we, so I don't know whether I have, whether we've had the best sex ever. Um, maybe, I don't know. I also get concerned about when the last time. You know, sometimes you know the last time of something. Like, I knew, I played basketball for three hours the night before I had my knee replaced. Because I knew what was happening the next day and that I would never play basketball like that again. So I ran up and down the court. I came home and Bobby, I remember, I was in tears. Because she was like, why did you do that? I'm like, because of what they're doing tomorrow. So I knew I planned accordingly. And then I was also fine with that. I stopped watching basketball. I stopped caring about basketball. Up until that time, I would sit down and watch any, it was just fun to watch. And I stopped. Because it was something I couldn't participate in. It was no longer what I considered. It became a waste for me. I can't be involved in this, so I'm not even going to pay attention to it. So I wonder if we've had the best sex of our life. And then I also wonder whether, I wonder whether you talk that out. Or whether you're just like, huh, we stopped having sex a long time ago. And I do, unfortunately, believe that there are married couples that have done that. Like someone may be listening to this and going, oh, fuck, I haven't had sex in I don't know how long. I ugh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Outside of injury, injury, injury-related absences from the sexual arena, if we have both been healthy, 
I don't think, at least in the last few years, it's been more than a handful of days. Bobby could confirm that. She always knows. I'll be like, how long has it been since we had sex? And she's like, four hours. I'm like, oh. Maybe that's why I'm so sore down there then. Uh, What else did I have? Okay, so I wanted to learn some things. I will tell you this also. I have to be motivated to learn. And that's why I don't think carrots. I don't think that's why money's ever been a carrot to me. Is because I will change. I will not find enough motivation to put for. Because then I have to think about it. Is what I want to do. So say I want to go to Europe for two weeks. Be able to spend lavishly. Stay at hotels and places that I want to stay at. And don't have to check prices. That I can just say this is where I want to stay and do it. I would have to plan accordingly so that I could start saving to do that. The problem being is that I will find other needs uses for that money that become more important than my trip to Europe and staying in the four seasons. So maybe new tires, new catalytic convert, I don't know, whatever the case may be. So I want to learn a new language. Bobby and I always talk about going overseas. Now, I've always said that if I could have one superpower, it literally would be to know every language on the face of the earth so I could communicate 100% effectively in a native tongue with someone. I think that would be, to me, that would be the ultimate. Just to be able to converse and talk to everyone, understand what everyone is saying at all times. I would love to know that. However, I couldn't think of a language. If I was going to learn a language, what language would it be? One place that I want to go to very much so is Portugal. It's been a place on my mind where if we're going to repatriate to somewhere that may be a place in Western Europe that would be good. Now, they speak Portuguese there which is not Spanish, which is why it's called Portuguese. I believe that's what they speak in Brazil. That being said, with the limited number of countries that speak Portuguese, should would that be beneficial to me? Or would it be more beneficial to for me to learn a language that I could use more often. Then I started thinking about, I already have a language that I can use more often. It's called English because many countries will have English as a second language. So that being said, and also my phone, like my my Pixel phone that I have and the Pixel Buds that I have, I have live translation where I can use my phone and listen, and it will translate live to me. And that is okay in a one-on-one conversation, because I can download, I believe, almost any language so that I would be able to communicate with someone. So that became less, less necessary when I started thinking about it. Because one of the things I wanted to do while I'm off for these many weeks, uh, which now I'm going to be a nurse to our dog when she has surgery, so... 
I always try to think of the good things. I wish she wasn't having surgery. I wish it wasn't so expensive. I wish she didn't have to go through this pain, but I am happy that I will be home the next two and a half weeks post-op because if I was at work, I would be worried about her. Trying not to get up on her own, all this. So I will be here to monitor her for the first couple weeks. So I am very grateful for that. Um, that being said, I have done nothing towards wanting to learn a new language. I would, like I say, I think it would be cool, but I don't know. Does the effort that I would need to put forth to learn a second language, would that be, would that return on investment be enough to make me want to do it? And the return on investment can't be like an even return on investment. It has to be, my return on investment has to exceed that. So what I was thinking, maybe I should just learn an accent. And then I'll speak English, but I'll use an accent. Because I think it may be easier to learn an accent. As opposed to learning all new words, I'm just having to learn how my throat, mouth, palate. I don't know how they would describe that. There are videos on on YouTube, some very, very good ones of people that do accents. There's one guy that's amazing and he can change from accent to accent and the, the slightest variations that you can actually hear and then you think about. It's, it's weird. Um, but if you even think about it, I, I was watching something and they were talking about how most people outside of the UK, when they think of a British accent, it's northern... Britain or England as opposed to the southern part because of the accent, which I don't know. I'm sure I would notice the difference, but I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't know if that's northern, southern, east, and west end, but end. So I may try to learn a accent. Um, let's see. We're going to talk Reacher, and then the other stuff I'm going to push off till next week. Uh, actually, I may talk to the my children about it. So the other thing that I was going to talk about today, originally it was going to be tall versus short, genius versus idiot or average, uh, big dick versus tiny dick, left lefty versus righty, um, some things like that, stupid pieces of shit, not stupid pieces of shit, things of that nature, because it is interesting and amazing. So I'm going to hold that off to a next show. I hopefully my notes will tell me that. So I'm going to I'm going to do a reacher round. That didn't even make sense. I was trying to I was going to talk about reacher again. So I the eight episode first season I watched in its entirety over the last two days because I was too busy evidently to record a show and get it out in a timely fashion. I mean, this isn't even going to be a nooner. This is going to be a nooner for like Mountain Pacific, Alaska, Hawaii time. That's the only people that are going to be able to enjoy this as a nooner. Not even Midwest people. Sorry, people on the East. This is already well into your Friday afternoon, but congratulations. Maybe you're on the way home. So I was watching Reacher, and that's what brought me up with the tall versus short. There is a 
point in the episode, one of the first episodes where Reacher's walking down the street. The big deal, once again, between the TV Reacher and Tom Cruise's Reacher is Reacher is intimidating. Tom Cruise is not. Reacher is when someone walks in, you notice them. Like my best friend from high school, when he went to school in Chicago or Memphis or wherever, he got his PhD, so he went to multiple different schools. But when I would go to visit and we'd go to clubs, there would be often times where people would come up and approach me and start talking to me. And Mitch would always be like, why do the, I don't understand why they always come up to you. And it's like, because they can see me. It's 6'5". I'm a head floating above most of these other heads. When you're 5'8 or 5'9", no one can see you. You are just a tree in the forest. And no one sees that tree. I'm like a forest of little tiny trees, and then here I am, this big oak. This big, sturdy, strapping oak with a big old trunk. And by trunk, I meant dick. And this was another thing, and that's why I put big dick versus small dick, and we'll talk about that. Because there was a debate with someone about, I said at six, so the whole thing was I said at six, five. Even if I had an average penis size for someone my height, my size, or just slightly under average, it would still be huge or big. And people are like, this person brought it up it was a girl at work actually that brought it up because weird things get talked about and they were saying that that's not how that works and i was like what do you mean they go well if you have a medium-sized dick on someone that's tall then that's still just a medium i go that's not how that works you understand that like if you're a a 32-inch waist, and you're five feet tall. And I have a 32-inch waist, and I'm six foot five. There's going to be difference. Even though the waist is the same size, it's going to appear different to the whoever's viewing it. So my rebuttal was, so if someone took a, if I held a hot dog, that was the size of, say, a average penis for someone my size. And then that person held that same size hot dog that was, say, five foot six. You're not going to say that that looks a lot bigger on them than it did on me. It's the same one, you stupid. Now, I will tell you that this person that was telling me was the one that, if you listen to our other stories, the one that the... The school that their child went to, I believe, and this is just what I heard from them, I believe the school told them they were bad parents because their child was so far behind. And their response to that was, we are taking our child out of your school and we will homeschool them. So so take it with a grain of salt to where it came from. But anyway, Reacher is someone that when they walk down the street – People pull their kids aside. People move out of the way. And that's what it's supposed to portray. Now, I don't always get that. I've always said, I mean, people don't get out of my way. 
But at the same time, I am less apt to get shit. And I get it. If I had to look up at someone at the same angle that someone, depending on how close they're standing to me, if someone's 5'8", and say they want to get heated, and they want to stand close to me, say within two, two feet of me, probably too close, but let's say they're within a couple feet of me. The angle at which they have to put their head to look up at me has to do something to your psyche. It has to be, think about when you when you go downtown and you look at a sky rise and you're standing underneath and you look up and you're like, wow. It's because of how your neck is fucking turned. You're looking up. So yeah, people do that to me all the time. It is the same look that Bobby, when she goes down on me and she has those eyes and she looks up at me, she's just like, oh. You're so powerful. Actually, she does. It's more like, Actually, that should be like, because I was, she was, that's what she was doing. Get it? That's how that should go. But I really liked Reacher. And here's a couple of things. I liked it even watching it the second time. Um, Two things that I thought were interesting. And one of the, Early episodes. So within, because I watched the first four one day and then the, the second four yesterday. So it would have been the first four episodes. There is a part where Finley, the chief detective in Margrave, he screams at Reacher, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. So here's one thing. Was that foreshadowing of the, of the Will Smith thing? Or is that just, is that a common? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I don't. Maybe people don't talk about Bobby as much as I think they do. Maybe they don't talk about her as much as they think they do in front of me. Maybe I I don't I don't understand if that's a phrase that's you. I just thought that was strange because it was this key without the fucking. And I will tell you that Chief Detective Finley is anti-cursing for most of it. He basically is saying, uh, and I have it on my phone. I'm going to have to look it up because I don't want to misquote the quote. Where's my trance? Uh, Cursing is a sign of a weak mind and weak character is what he says. And a lot of people say that. And you know who says that? Fucking pussies. Fucking pussies are the ones who don't think cussing is, you can't say that, me, me, me. Why? Why can't I fucking curse? Yeah, exactly. Because it says don't curse in the Bible? No, it doesn't say that. Do you think fuck was a word in the Bible? Do you think that uh, when Mary went to her parents, they're like, who do you fuck, Mary? And she's like, no one. It was an angel came to me and impregnated me. I doubt they use the term fuck. So it's funny in the, so he didn't use the word, he cusses later. Oh, spoiler alert, he does cuss later. But he screams, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And I just thought, taking out the word fucking, I just thought that that was interesting language. I didn't know, I don't know why people get so worked up about shit, man. 
I don't. And I, I get worked up a lot about a lot. If you ever want to see me get worked up, just go out and traffic with me. Or I should just start posting my dash cam videos from the cockpit because I scream at people because you don't fucking know what you're doing. You don't know what a short staccato dash line is or a solid white line is or a solid yellow line is. You don't know when it says, uh, Turn on, no turn on red. You don't, you don't know what illegal lane changes are. You don't know how far you have before an intersection that you can change lane. It's like you never even fucking picked up the book and read it. So if you want to see me get irate about things, it will be do that. But like I can't ever in my 54, and I've been with Bobby for 26 years, and remember it the loud mouth that I am. I I don't back down to anyone. I mean, so here's another thing, too. You have to take everything into consideration. Like, if I was to get into a verbal argument, uh, altercation with someone, and and their face is fucked up for whatever reason, I will be less likely to fight them because they have less to lose. Now, on the counter about that, someone should look at me and go, hmm, I see a couple scars there. There's one where a nose was broken, one where a lip was split. So it looks like I, I've done a few things, but I'm also fucking beautiful. And they have to know that. They have to be like, how is this guy being able to be this confrontational and still be this beautiful? You have to take in other things. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to fight this guy because I, I think I can win. That's what stupid fucking idiots do. And that's why they have the jobs that they have. Because they're stupid fucking idiots. And even at, well, I'm a CEO. It doesn't matter. You're still a stupid fucking idiot as a human being. So congratulations on being that. But keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And I do like that a guy gets punched by Reacher when... Reacher goes to take his dog. If you watch it with no other spoiler alerts, there's a situation that happens with a dog, and the guy comes towards him. Now, I'll have to find... I do have people that... I'd have to track them down, which I think I probably could track at least one of them down and talk about it. I used to play in some summer basketball leagues um, here throughout Kansas City. And there was some very good competition. And... So what happened in Reacher is this guy comes at Reacher in a offensive posture like he's getting ready to punch. His fist is clinched. His body is turned in such a way. These are things that you have to understand probably if you're going to fight someone. I'm not a great fighter, but it's also I can read enough of body to understand what's about to happen. And so... Reacher punched the guy before he even got to him. And it reminded me of a... uh, I could ask my parents, because I know my parents remember this game. And I say parents, I know it's just my mom now. This is the last game they ever went to of mine. It was a pickup game. This was... There were uh, ex-professional athletes playing, ex-professional NBA players. There were also... I mean, this was a top-tier 
league that were playing it. And one of the teams there was the a police department from a suburb that I was living in at the time. And there was, so we're playing this and they, I think some of it is there's, they think there's an intimidation factor because, well, we're policemen. Well, guess what? You're not a policeman when you're on the fucking basketball court with me. Sorry, you're not. You're a basketball player. Just like you can listen to the story about Bobby and I when she was a scorekeeper at one of my games, how she was not my wife at that game because something happened at the end of the game. Um, She was a scorekeeper. She was not my wife. This guy was, these people were basketball players. They weren't cops. So anyway, there was a call made. I had the ball near half court on the left side of the court. Once again, I remember this. I can even, I can tell you the lighting. I can picture all this. And I have the ball and I'm I'm holding it because I'm waiting to see what the call was, who it's against. It was an off-ball call. I didn't know what the call was, so I'm waiting to hear the call. Well, one of the players on the other side, a police officer, he came to grab the ball out of my hand. And when he tried to jerk it away violently, and he like got my arm entangled in there and tried to jerk and like jerked me forward with him. So I took the ball and I took it away from, I mean, I kept the ball. And I said something, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he did the same exact body posture. He took two steps forward to me. His right arm started to come up. His fist was clenched. So I popped him in the face. Now, I'm the one that got kicked out of the game, even though he's the one that initiated it. And it was funny because then all the cops are like, ah, blah, blah, and I'm like, I was telling, fuck you all. Cause I was, it, it was getting pretty heated in there because they couldn't really do anything because if they do anything. So it was, and I know, I knew a lot of the police officers then and I told them so. And, and I don't, I don't mind talking trash about that fucker either. He's a shitty basketball player and probably even a fucking worse cop. He's going to act like that little fucking bitch. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway, I love the fact that Reacher just popped the guy. Because that's what you have to do sometimes. You don't wait to be hit sometimes. Sorry. Um, last thing I have on here. Why do idiots crave attention? And then when I wrote this down, I started thinking about myself. Why do I do this podcast? I don't know. I feel like I have something to say. Uh, but I don't know who I'm saying it to. I mean, I do know who I'm saying it to because I hear from all of you all. Now, I will tell you, I was, I thought I would hear more about Monday's episode with our daughter and the way she talked. And I basically, it was, I thought I'd be like, oh, wow, huh? But it was, there was, it's just funny. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I just find like most of the people that are fucking stupid are the ones that want to be loud or draw attention to themselves the most. And it's like, ah. Love you. Sorry. I couldn't have imagined living that life. But we're going to talk about that on the next episode when we talk about tall, short, genius, idiot, big dick, small dick. I wonder if that also goes with big vagina, small vagina. Like, no one ever does that. Is there a female... Like, you'd call it a dick measuring contest for a guy, but is there a pussy measuring contest? And how would that be? What are you measuring? Are you measuring the depth? Are you measuring the 
diameter? Are you measuring the flappiness of the lips? I don't know. I'm just asking fucking questions at this point. But I think we should find that out. I'm going to ask. Like, you know, when two guys are like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe it's a big tick contest. But that's not fair. I guess you could get a fake dick or dick implant. Something I've never thought of. I need to ask Bobby whether she's satisfied with the size of my penis. Huh. You know, generally, I don't ask questions that I don't know want to know the answer to. But I feel like at 26 years, and I could be totally wrong, because I hear about people that get divorced at later than, longer than we've been married, not all the time, but often. So I don't want to point something at her going, yeah, I do need a bigger slash smaller dick. I don't know which way she would go. I would, I don't know. We're going to have to ask her. So, and whether that's changed. Whether at one point she was like, wow, I wish it was bigger. And now she's like, I wish it didn't even exist at all. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, the next one's going to be fun. Because I'm going to be talking, it's a lot about me. Because I'm tall, I'm not short. Tall's better. Unless you are trying to be comfortable, then tall is not better, always. And that also goes back into the, when my parents thought that my clothes didn't match, maybe I was trying to find clothes that fit. I was more concerned about clothes that fit me than I was about clothes that matched. Uh, Genius versus idiot. That's that's so much fun. I mean, I do. I, I do that. I will... Just so you know, that's always a narrative in the back of my head. If we're together, I'm always reminding myself how how wonderful I am. And if you're like, well, that seems pretty narcissistic. It's like, well, do I come off as narcissistic? I mean, not like on the air. I know I do on the air. And I probably do in person too. If you ask Bobby, 100%. I'm probably, probably not. I don't know. I can't make that judge. I can't make that judgment. Because I have no clue whether I'm narcissistic or not. Uh, Big dick, tiny dick. I would assume that there would be some benefits to having a small penis. I can't think of a single one of them, but I'm sure there are. And lefty versus righty. Now, I will tell you that's a very frustrating one right now. I have had surgery on my right hand. I have had multiple surgeries on my left hand, which I'm left-hand dominant. I generally do many things right-handed that necessitate, especially using scissors. Because trying to find grown-up left-handed scissors is impossible. First of all, thanks for calling me out in school. By putting lefty on it with the green rubber handles. Now, I will say I did enjoy the green rubber handles because all you righties had to use just... Your skin was on that bare metal? Really? At least I had, like, little rubber condoms. Which, granted, were being reused by student after student after student. But being 11% of the population, it was like student after... Student after student. See, I did a break there because it's only 11%, so it wouldn't be every student. It would just be like one out of every 10. I know that the ratio was not correct. I understand that. Fuck off. Um, I need to find out why. I need to either have a good laugh, a good cry, or a good ejaculation. One of those three. Now, I will tell you that Bobby is out of town. So the good ejaculation is probably not going to happen. I mean, if I had access 
to my right hand. I am fully confident that I would be able to have a good ejaculation. When I am using a damaged left hand, it may not it may not give me the required response from my ejaculation that we're wanting. Um, and there were two other things I thought, and now I, I, I don't even remember what those were. So, um, alrighty then I want to smoke again, but I can't, I gotta go get my cast on. So I got to drive and the cops are out there looking for you stone drivers. Alert, alert. Police looking for stone drivers. Okay. Whatever. Uh, okay. Happy Friday. A week from today is going to be the spectacular. I am going to work on that show. It will be show number 69. I will actually give it some uh, social media press. I will. And we will go over the video 3435. With Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, and Megan, the the Stallion. I almost said the. Probably a different person. And we're going to spend the whole episode. So, yes, I am going to take a six-minute video song, the song video, whatever. I'm going to take a six-minute video and turn it into an hour to two-hour long show. And it could be longer than that. It It definitely could be a lot longer than that. I should just do, like, when they do Shark Week, I should do Ass Eating Video Week. Something like that. Not necessarily Ass Video. I mean, because 69. Now, if you're in 69, if you've listened to the song that I've, I've talked about, Work That Ass for Daddy. In 69, you would be able to eat that pussy and that ass in the same place. You're right there. So you could still do that. So I guess it could still be considered that. Uh, I want to do Freak Nasty. I want to spend a whole episode on Freak Nasty. I should just be breaking down these videos because I think that's what does it for you all. Knowing my take on booty. And the only take I have on booty right now is Bobby's booty's good. Bobby's booty's gone. Can't wait till it gets back in town. For everyone else... Look at that, right at an hour again. I am so sorry it's late, but this is your Friday Nooner from Roe, also known as the Sun Genius. Oh, shit. Have a good weekend, everyone. Bye. Next week, we're going to have some really good shows, I think. Or we won't, either way.